Welcome to the Self-Consciousness Podcast. <laughs> so cheesy. I am your host, Jennifer Way, and on today's episode, I introduce you to a special guy, my dad, Mayor Buchbutt. <laughs> we say Bubo in America. Don't ask me why. He doesn't really know anything about my podcast yet. I did steal his phone and made him follow my podcast on his apps, so hopefully. Although, yeah, I don't know. He'll listen to this one. Hey, Dad. Anyway, I came down to visit him and my stepmom for the first time in a couple of years and uh, just to get some like tropical weather, some kitty cat time, and other really fun adventures. Um, I was psyched to produce uh, my first remote recording, so woohoo! And speaking of woohoo, today is my birthday. So thank you for listening to a perfectly self-involved episode. Thanks again for tuning in and uh, enjoy a song my dad picked at the end of the episode. See you inside, guys. So welcome, dad, father, to the self-consciousness podcast. Um, I like to say that this is about spirituality and anxiety mixed together. Well, since I don't have any, you don't have to, to worry about it. What? Spirituality or anxiety? Or neither. That's true. I don't know where I get that from. I definitely don't get it from you. Um, but there are a couple of things that I do believe I get from you, which is this sort of mystic, psychic stuff. And, and I know that we've talked about it a little, and it always seems to be um, a part of like an understanding that you have that like you know that that kind of stuff sort of exists you right. know what i'm talking about like i yeah, you well, know like I, you'll know what i'm doing if i, I pick up the i phone grew up i basically i grew up knowing that my sister believes in certain things my grandmother always believed in certain things and the atmosphere at home was always based on oh this i had that in my dream or uh, this person just talked about it and it happened or something like that. It's always, there was always something like that going on yeah. and it's still going on as far as I know, <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. So it's not like something that people are like, that's no. not real. Well, you just didn't grow up whether like it is or not, who knows? But yeah. the, 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 the fact is that when my sister said, for example, I had a dream that, uh, uh, what's her name came over and she told me she was sick, blah, blah, blah. And she died the next day. You have to start believing in something, wow. you know. You know, wow. when my grandmother would say, oh, uh, don't do that because it's a bad omen. You yeah. knew that you shouldn't do it because my grandmother was a very brilliant woman. Yeah. You know, uh, so that's, what was, that's her, what was her name? Esther. Esther. Okay, Isn't that your middle name? No. No, that's Jacqueline's name. <laughs> <laughs> no, hers is Alexandra. Alexandra. Huh? Her middle name is no, Alexandra. No, but your Hebrew name is Esther. You told me that one no. time. It, actually, no, no. Jacqueline's Hebrew name is Esther, I think. Okay. Mine is Simcha Adar. That's right. Simcha, which is my mother's uh, mother. Oh, that's right. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. You heard it here first, everybody. So did I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Simcha was... Well, Simi... My sister Simi yeah. was named after my grandmother from my mother's side. Okay, okay. And we gave you that name as well. Yeah. Do you, um, so do you remember, can you talk a little bit about kind of your early memories with, with your grandmother Esther and any kind of the sort of practices that she did or? 
Ooh, uh, it, it's sketchy because when I was very, very young in Morocco still, I was probably about seven years old, uh, I was afflicted with what they considered the devil in me, uh, illness. So, and they didn't know how to treat it other than get the devil out. And I remember events where they bring this woman in and, and, you know, talk to my grandmother and she was like, a, you know, voodooing to get the, the <laughs> devil out of the house and yeah. out of this. And she suggested I raised a chicken. I remember that. And then sacrifice it to the devil. Wow. And that's the truth. Uh, and I was seven years old, so I did whatever my parents did. So they brought me a little chicken. I raised it up until it was about that big in my, the roof of our house in Morocco. Yeah. And I remember very vividly that we did kill it normally uh, by the rabbi. It was not just, you know, with the hatchet like they would do somewhere yeah. else. It was killed properly, put in a brown, brown plastic bag. I remember that so vividly. Yeah. Uh, not plastic, paper bag. Uh -huh. And we actually, I don't know how we got there, but the beach between Morocco, between Saleh and, and Rabat mm -hmm. had this bridge that went over the ocean um, uh, waterways of okay. some kind. Yeah. And we had, I remember so well that we got on top of the, riv of the bridge yeah. and, and flunged it into the ocean, wow. the whole bag as yeah. is. So for the devil to take away my illnesses. Wow. So Did it work? I don't know. Well, I was cured eventually, yeah. but I don't know what, what the reasons are. There were other things that my, my grandmother will go and she, will, she was, uh, reading uh, tea leaves oh. and, and she'd wake me up in the middle of the night and, and get her cup upside down get all the the, the things I remember that yeah. and then she for some reason would take me from room to room and knock and, and at night I mean this is the middle of the night you yeah. wake me up and we went to to scare off the devil Oh my God! It's it's weird, but that's that's what. <laughs> what do I know? I, I was seven years old. You know, I don't know. So she would just do that with you, or oh, only else? because I had I'm the one who was sick. Oh. And okay, the, okay. the illness was eventually diagnosed as what they call um, hemichorea, okay. which actually is a, a real illness, yeah. or chorea minor, depending okay. on which one. Eventually, was diagnosed. When we got to Israel, I I. We got inflicted again by oh. with the same thing, yeah. and they believed that's what it was, you know. So the same thing all over. So they didn't take me to the doctor for three months. I sat in the house, like a little little guy. I was about nine years old by then, or yeah. something like that. And the illness actually, basically, it was a nerve illness. Okay. So you couldn't move your hands, or and I just sat down, you know, like a little dummy, until my doc, my what saved my life. Yeah was my teacher who cared and realized I wasn't yeah. coming to school for a reason. What the heck? And yeah. you know, we didn't have buses or and cars. And this was in Morocco? No, no, this was in, this Israel, was in Israel already. Okay, okay. In 1955, 56, okay. in that area. Yeah. He actually came to my house by foot. You know, there's no buses or anything yeah. like that. You just walk about a mile, two miles. Yeah. Walked from the school, after school, came over to my house and wanted to see why am I not going to school? And he sees me sitting there yeah. Oh, practically gone. Oh my God. He, I don't know how he managed to call. We didn't have phones or anything like that. Yeah. Somehow he managed to get an ambulance to come to my house. They picked me up. Yeah. They took me in on emergency basis. They drove me 
all the way halfway to Tel Aviv's major hospital. In the, pro in the middle, they stopped at this specialist who was a nerve and uh, nervous uh, specialist. Yeah. Uh, and he checked me out and everything and forwarded the information to the hospital. Yeah. When I got to the hospital, they, they put me in there, started putting me on medicine and everything. And that saved my life. They said 24 hours, I would have been dead if I was he that that guy didn't come to my house to, to take me Holy to the emergency room. Yeah, I would have been dead. Do you remember his name? I I do not know oh his name. God. I think well, I think you, it's teacher. Tobul is his last name, but I'm not 100 percent sure okay. because there was a Tobul in Morocco as well. Okay. Uh, but I'm not really sure. But he saved so, my life. To, Mr. Tubul. I don't know. No, just, I, I, just teacher. <laughs> Thank you. The teacher. You're not kidding. <laughs> yeah. And I was in a hospital in Tel Aviv. You know, this is like in the middle of no transportation, only public transportation. Yeah. Uh, you had to walk seven, eight miles to get to, to a bus stop or whatever. Wow. And my mother had to come. I was there for three months. Oof. Under, you know. And my mother used to come every couple of week or week or two weeks and come visit with me and with my sisters what did you they do the for bus. three months in the hospital when they weren't visiting i was no i was first of all you couldn't move too much you know because I, it was a nerving and a uh, nervous uh, uh effect I, if I, you told me to button my buttons oh, yeah. uh, my hands would go like this oh yeah i God. couldn't do it i couldn't concentrate on pinpointing yeah. uh, anything so they gave me medicine and I was always in bed. But when I got started getting better, yeah. I was helping the nurses. I remember so well helping him with giving infusions to, yeah. Really? <laughs> Not myself, but yeah. helping him with the machine and oh, wow. letting, oh, letting go oh. of the fuel. I was a little kid, yeah. but it was, you know, they loved me so much. But after yeah. three months there, they, they, they <laughs> in love with me. Well, and I used to help them make the beds up for this. You know, that's what I did for a couple of months yeah. until finally they released me and I came home. My mother didn't know what, you know, they, I didn't have any clothes or anything. Yeah. So she bought me, I remember the first time in my life that I wore a jumpsuit. <laughs> it was so big, it was yeah. so, but, it, but what's good about it, it had rubber uh, uh, footing, so it didn't matter how big it was. Oh my God. Oh my God, and so I, they brought me, not only that, I got fat. I was the fattest I've ever been in my really? life, yeah. I was so chubby, everybody was making fun of me when I first came home. So <laughs> so, oh my God, because nobody saw me for three months except yeah. for my mom. Oh my God. And uh, that was it. So I went out there and got better. But you know what? The funny thing is when I went to the kibbutz to live, after a couple months there, I got it again, this stupid thing. The, really? Uh, yeah. I got it when again. When did you go live in the kibbutz? I lived in 1957. So a couple years after that. 57. Well, I, we arrived in Israel 55. Okay. So 56, we probably had that problem. Between, between 59 maybe is when I went to the kibbutz actually. Oh, okay. 50, I have the, the address somewhere, uh, the, uh, yeah. a, a picture from there too. Yeah. Um, that once, once we got to the kibbutz, for some reason I got it again. Yeah. And they didn't know what's going on. So they put me in, in little hospital that we had in the kibbutz. All kids, we yeah. wasn't adults. That, only the teachers were adults. Yeah. And uh, after a while I got home again, I got better. And uh, that really basically it. Uh, when I got home after from the kibbutz, that actually kept me out of the military in Israel. Yeah. And 
in the military in America. When yeah. I first immigrated here, yeah. I was drafted. Yeah. <laughs> I was drafted and I brought all my documentation from the hospitals. Yeah. They said, go home. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So I was discharged. So interesting. Yeah. Yeah, if you think about a, it, like how that changed your life and how that was such a big part of your life. Oh, you it's know? unbelievable. I, and, I, you know, the thing is, they said, they always said to me that this kind of illness, by the time you reach maturity, 18, 16, 18 years old, yeah. it'll, it'll just dissipate Disappear. or go away. You'll never come back again. So and thank were... God it hasn't. Wow. Did you notice any difference between like what your life was like before all of that and then after? Or do you feel like you changed? Like mm. anything, you know? No, I, I, I think one of the things that I know about myself, I learned from all my family members that because of my illness, probably it, it, it leaned in my direction. Mm -hmm. I was always loved by everyone in my family. Yeah. Uh, I was considered the nice, one of the nicest yeah. brother they have yeah. uh, because I, you know, I was very good. I was a very good boy. I never hated anybody, you know, I was really a good kid, yeah. a good kid. So they all loved me for that, you know, and I, I realized that and I'm wondering if it, because I was sick and I got over it, that they felt sorry for me or what, yeah. but that's, that's the way it is. You can ask anybody in my family yeah. who's the best person in your, out of the 10 kids yeah. that we have, they'll say, Mayor is the best one. <laughs> you know, that's, it, that's in my mind, but I think that's, it's true because it, you ask Isaac, he, he, we can ask Isaac tomorrow. Isaac, my brother, you can ask him, what do I think? Uh, what do I think of, of your mayor? And, and, you know, he'll, he'll gush all over you. <laughs> <laughs> he'll just melt into He's a, a pile yeah, he does, of he slime. Does. Well, at least he says he does. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. Yeah, he doesn't I'll tell ask. it to me, but he tells everybody else. <laughs> well, he moved to Florida. That's true. You know, just well, like yeah, I, I convinced him to because to he you. wanted to, to okay. start a new life. No, he did. Yeah, he wanted to start new. He had new wife, yeah. pregnant, oh. and uh, you know he was having difficulties in a lot with 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 different family events yeah. that he wasn't very happy about. So it was a good idea for him to get away. What would you say the big one, what are a couple of the big differences between lifestyle here? So, so just to kind of go back a little bit, mm -hmm. you were for the listeners, you were born in Morocco mm -hmm. in Rabat. Rabat's, Saleh, 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 which is the suburbs sorry. of Saleh, the suburbs of Rabat. Rabat is the capital of Morocco. In Morocco, and your family has been there as long as you, as, I can, as far I back as we know. I'm, we're assuming it's probably from the Spanish Inquisitions. Yeah. A lot of the Moroccans actually, a lot of the Spanish families, Jewish families that were being yeah. persecuted or persecuted. Yeah. Uh, escaped so and, the, and I think a lot of them ended up in Morocco, yeah. Tangier, yeah. Uh, France, all these areas. So yeah. I'm guessing that's where our origin is, Yeah, you know, because they call us Faradim, which is actually means Spanish. They did? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, Sfarad yeah. is Span Spain. Sfaradim okay. is Jewish who are, oh. in, in America they say Sephardic, but it's not yeah. Sephardic, it's Faradim. <laughs> Span, span, Spaniards wow. is what it means. Did you do the DNA test? Uh, I did actually. You guys sent, didn't you, or Jacqueline? Oh, Jacqueline did. Yeah. Wait, so yeah. what was the result? 
that I was born in America. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't. I don't trust those things You're that much. Greek. The only place they don't have is is Morocco. Yeah, it's like three percent <laughs> or something. One tenth of one percent. Yeah. But in Italy and Spain, Spain and yeah. France and right. Bulgaria, I don't know. So <laughs> it's like weird. Southern Europe. Because you know why? Because those systems work if there are multi um, applicants yeah. that are from the same region. That's all it means. Yeah. That they have, let's say, one or two molecules that are connected. That's the only time. Yeah. They, so if they don't have enough people applying, you're not from there, period. That's true. You know, they cannot compare it to anything else. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I haven't gotten the, the DNA stuff done. But I mean, I think what it looked like from what I remember in yours is a lot of it is just Southern Europe. Southern right. Europe, Eastern Europe. In your Europe. case, yeah. yeah. In your case, because of your mom's yeah. uh, side of the family, yeah. uh, you'll probably have a lot more history. Eastern Europe. Uh, because most of the history that they have in these uh, programs is based on immigration information that came to this country. That's Most true. of it. Yeah. And I came into this country too old to have a history, and I was the only one that came. Yeah. It's not like my whole family got picked up and came over and yeah. in the 1800s, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's the difference. And you'll have a lot of information for yours, yeah. actually. And you might have a little bit of... of, of, of mine included i used to be paranoid about having that information with a company and then i was like well uh, i guess it just it's there anyway at this point it's no. not you <laughs> I know. the thing is it's not really you it's your blood yeah or your you know it's what they go by so yeah. it, it could be a million of the same style of blood they don't know who i, is I who. told you that i yeah. i was i remember being in new york city um years ago when i think uh you and i we, I had started this documentary that I wanted to do about our family mm -hmm. and kind of like the history in Morocco and right. kind of the story of the Mor of the Moroccan Jews um, emigrating to Israel or becoming refugees and moving to Israel. Right. Um, and I remember finding information and you were like, no, but... I went into a store in New York City that was a Moroccan-owned store, and mm -hmm. there was a Moroccan man there, and all the... Oh, God, I wish it was still there. But he had so many beautiful things, jewelry, a lot of metals, mm -hmm. a lot of um, uh, fabric things, and... And, but it, yeah, again, it's no longer there. I think it was like in Soho. And, um, oh, you mean and in, I told in that to big him, market? It was a small store. It wasn't yeah, that big. There is, there is a huge one, actually, uh, in downtown. Really? Uh, uh, maybe it is in the Soho area, maybe. but there is this huge market that has a lot of different stores. Oh, you go in from one side in New from, York City. I think it, yeah, you, you go all the way through it, and oh. all these amazing stores. And the first one, or the first one, or second store inside, yeah, is all these Moroccan uh, oh, owners. Oh, I didn't know and, that. Uh, all the things you just mentioned. Yeah. All the glass like, and it's so and cheap. Fabrics. Now if you look for that stuff, it's so yeah. expensive you can't even yeah. but um but I was talking to the man and I told him our last name, which yeah. is Right, Bohbut. Bohbut. And um and he said, That's a Berber name. But Berber they don't even use I think you can't use the word Berber anymore. It's it's like disrespectful, I think. They they use the word Amasik. Uh, like Amazigh, like A M A Z I G H. So um, I think in English it would be like Amazigh, but that's the word that you use for Berber. Berbers, but, so, yeah. but that it was a Berber name um, and that it meant, and then I was able to research and find that our last name literally means man with a little belly. Mm. 
That's Do you remember me, me telling that. you that? Yeah, he yeah. told me that, yeah. And so I, I kind of always envisioned... The only problem that, is with yeah. that is we all have big bellies. We all have big bellies. <laughs> But like it, but it's it really means like it, like men with a little like a little extra, right? Like right. well, we're it, cute, it, we're just a little chubby. It's it's remember those days if you didn't have a nice big belly, nice chin, yeah, <laughs> you were nobody. When you married wow. somebody, oh, you were so beautiful. I would be. This thing was up to here. So, so this mena- is up to menopausal here. Jennifer with her chin hairs and her no, big belly would be perfect. It's, it's, it's what they, but it, all, a lot of the songs about oh, love really? and marriage is how he was so beautiful. He had this big thing and a big this pipe beard. in his mouth and his belly and he was sitting down on his clothes. That's what it sounds it, like oh. Santa, like romance <laughs> pretty, with Santa. Pretty much, I guess. That's so But weird. that's what they considered beautiful. So at funny. the time, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I always, I always. There's a song. Like, There's a song. Yeah. I'm gonna sing it to you, actually. Okay. Okay. In Arabic. Okay. I'm a banana, a shamutana, libnut kulhum juju, mabqid gharano, skut skut abinti da bazi laros, laros gars fogel kursi taik misipsi, and this simple translation is. Um, oh, my mother, Banana, her name was Banana. Yeah. Uh, what have I done? Yeah. All the girls in my neighborhood have already married and I'm the only one. <laughs> so her mother said, hush, hush, my daughter. The groom will be coming. He will be coming on a beautiful couch, coach. Oh, coach. <laughs> with his beautiful pipe in his mouth. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> That's so interesting. Thanks, Isn't Dad. that cool? That was really like what a it's treat. It's a song we used to sing all the time. Yeah. Even, now, now remember, I was born in 1946. Grew up in Morocco until about seven or eight years old. But I still remember this stupid song. <laughs> <laughs> Seventy-five years later. <laughs> wow. Do you remember anymore? Huh? Do you remember anymore? We used to make jokes songs. Joke songs. Oh, okay. Ah, <laughs> ah, <laughs> What the heck is that? It's making fun of a, of a dialect of um, un, uneducated Moroccan uh, family. Wow. And the, the, the story of this is yeah. so funny. It says, hey, is it the person's name. Have you not noticed the house of Keke got robbed? Yeah. And the cats in the sewer... Farted. <laughs> what? Oh my God. That's, that's the whole thing. That was it. <laughs> that's wow. Seven. Well, I get it. Seven or eight years old. It's amazing that you well, remember that. That's ah, like, and I, 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 yeah, that's one thing I do remember. I remember growing up in Israel. We were all mixed. I mean, talking about the melting pot. Yeah. I think New York is not the melting pot. Yeah. Israel is. Yeah. We had people from Iran. Turkey, uh, India, yeah. uh, Iraq, Iran, I mean, uh, uh, I mean Morocco, Tunisia, yeah. Algiers, everybody. Yeah. But we were all growing up about the same time. Remember, Israel was not created until 1948. Yeah. And uh, by then, all the Jews that were from these, you know, desperate countries, including Europe even, yeah. came all together to Israel all at the same time, more yeah. or less. Yeah. And so we all learned each other's languages, just words here yeah. and there. 
And up to this day, I still remember words in, in Iranian, uh, Indian, yeah. uh, uh, what else? Turkish and songs too. Yeah. In those, up to today, I still know some of those, yeah. and it's funny. And uh, that's all right. I remember. Yeah, yeah no, I remember you. You you had us, or well, you're still listening to that a lot of that music too. Yeah, I like do. you're still it's more Arabic. I do. Yeah. Uh, uh, the so you speak your first language was Arabic. First Arabic, then French. In schools, French. we only studied in French because that's the French right. government, the French was yeah. ruling Morocco at the time. Yeah. Um, then I had to learn Hebrew. Yeah. Then I came to this country. I had to learn English. Yeah. And I picked up a lot of Spanish, which is true. Yeah. And <laughs> which I've, is true. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just so uh, you know. And I've, re- uh, I've um, uh, no, it's amazing how much Spanish. I, no, I, I'm uh, when sure. I want, if I want to take a class in Spanish if right you now, speak three other languages. If, you're if, gonna figure it yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If I decided to take a class in Spanish, let's say in college or high school. Yeah. I, they wouldn't know where to put me because I know too much for the first cl- grade yeah. or the first class. Yeah. So they'll have to put me in the second, but m- maybe not. Maybe the third. I don't know. Yeah. So I, because I can, I, I can figure it out. If I don't know it, I can figure it out because of that's my true. French background. Yeah, that's right. So, I remember know, I was for, like, I know that I know that pantalon is yeah. in Spanish, yeah. but in French it's pantalon. Pantalon. So, <laughs> yeah. No, right? <laughs> you know, it's very easy. It was funny. I remember when I were I used to work in France mm-hmm. and, and I remember you called the office once and you were like, bonjour. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, and they started talking oh, really they, fast yeah, to you problem, and you were like, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, because they, I can I can fake it really well. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I feel like the yeah. accent I can always yeah. fake. I well, wanted, yeah. I want, well, I wanted to ask you about um, the kibbutz. Mm-hmm. So I'm fascinated by the idea of kibbutz communal living it's in any way. It's unbelievable. And I, like, they should I, do it today in this I country. Really, like, they, take, they should take all the homeless people, build them in a beautiful kibbutz, yeah. get them bathrooms, rooms. Have you seen food. the movie Nomadland? You no should Man's see that Nomadland. I've I seen, think it's I, on Hulu. It was like nominated for I don't an Oscar. Do, I don't do Hulu. Okay, that's okay. Um, it's. You know. No offense, Hulu, but yeah. uh, you should watch it. It's it's a little it's a little like that. It's it's about yeah. a communal living situation with people oh, yeah. who have been kind of aged out of the factory system in America. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen America. different kinds of movies yeah, like that, but really... they always end up with war of some kind. <laughs> oh no, this doesn't doesn't really end up that no, way. No, the kibbutz. The idea of a kibbutz is 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 communistic in a sense, really. Yeah. Because it is communal, yeah. and uh, everybody works for the the good of the whole group. Yeah. You know, in a sense. It's what Biden wants. Are there different wants. kinds of kibbutz? Is <laughs> yeah, there are. There are. So what there kind are kib- you- Here's the thing. They have what they call Mossad. Mossad is actually uh, a school, really. Agricultural schools. Okay. That you, you... Only kids and the adults are all teachers and educators. Okay. So the kids live in their own dorms and things like that. And the, the, the overhead... the we're overseen by the adults. Okay. The adults will create, you know, our schools, our work. La- uh, we let me start by saying yeah. when I went to the kibbutz, I wa- when I wanted to go to the kibbutz was for the longest time I lived in in Israel. We we ended up being very poor. For some, my dad couldn't find a job. We didn't speak the language. It I was, know why. It was very tough. We'll talk about that. Though. It's unbelievable. So. The reason I there was a lot of anti-Moroccan and huh? North. There was a lot of anti-Moroccan, oh, yeah. anti-North African. At that time, we didn't notice in it. Israel, the yeah. kids, we didn't notice it. 
but I wanted to go because I didn't like that I wasn't learning. Mm -hmm. I had enough brains to, to realize that the only place I'm going to learn really to be somebody is if I went to a kibbutz or a place where they have good, good education systems. Yeah. So I was smart enough to do that. And I decided, and not only that, we couldn't afford uh, shoes to go to school with. So I didn't go to school. I didn't yeah. have shoes. And my mother wanted to buy me one from the flea market that were really for the poor people, yeah. quote unquote. Yeah. And I said, no way I'm going to wear those things to school. <laughs> so I didn't go for yeah. a month. Finally, she said, you know what? Let's go apply and see what happens. So they took me. We applied in one place. And and, and there was this kibbutz. It's not a really a kibbutz. It's youth center that gathers up all the youth from all over uh, um the world basically and from Israel as well and and it's all young kids all young kids is this around Tel Aviv no this is actually in Haifa Haifa okay Kiryat Tivon is the actual town okay and it was called Ramat Hadassah okay it's based on uh, the Hadassah woman that she started this whole thing it was to help the, the uh, underprivileged really is okay. what it was so they take you there first and you get acclimated to what is to be away from home. Yeah. And I was there for almost a year. Yeah. And uh, from there... And you don't go back home at all? Oh, you go on oh, vacations, okay. uh, holidays. Holidays okay. you go back, yeah. For It's like Hogwarts. It's like a camp. You know, <laughs> yeah. you go to camp and you come home, you know, uh, uh, whatever. Yeah. But it was, it was, it was amazing. I loved it. I loved, we used to play. We used to go in the mountains and walk and we used to pick up rocks and carve them out and make yeah. art supply and arts and have school have they school have they play have they i mean it's unbelievable wow. you know uh, all the food you want i mean it's all set up prop you know like yeah. uh, did you do farming when you were there not not there okay but then the way that happens is they couldn't accommodate everybody in yeah. that one place so the kibbutz or mossad or or youth um camps if you want to call them or youth farms uh, or that are educational yeah. will come up or kibbutzim as well they'll come in and say we really need some more kids to come to our kibbutz yeah. and they'll interview a whole bunch of different kids uh, you know they'll have like a convention yeah. um, and they'll all interview different people and all right we like you because your cousin was in our kibbutz uh -huh. so why don't you come yeah. with us so that's what it was. Okay. So we, we signed up, as a matter of fact, to the Mossad that I was in. And uh, once I got there, definitely my cousin was there. Yeah. And my brother David was there for a week. And he hated it so much. <laughs> he, the, he, he ran away and went yeah. home. Um, and a uh, few people from Beersheba were there. So yeah. it was, you know, it was really, they let you know that you had a connection. And that was amazing. They gave us rooms. You want me to stop for a second? No, no, no. You're good. You're okay. good. Sorry. They, uh, they, we were sharing a room with other kids. They gave us clothes. Uh, we learned how to set up our bed, you know, uh, uh, clean our rooms. Uh, it was a dorm system, yeah. you know. Is it like uh, military school? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, so, and, and you signed up for, depending on your age, which group you were in. And you went to, the, because we had from probably eight, a sixth grade to high, high school in, in that kibbutz. Okay. 
that was an agricultural uh, school. Okay. And that's where we worked. So we went in the morning, we went to uh, breakfast. Yeah. We got up, dressed up, had our room made up beautifully. The inspectors, the teachers came by, check, make sure everybody's okay. Yeah. We went, we did our seven kilometer run in the neighborhood. Yeah, come back yeah. Uh, and we went to, to breakfast. We all had breakfast in, you know, communal. Sounds a little military. And then, <laughs> no, it's not. Like, you didn't have to be there. Like the teachers, I mean, inspectors. You didn't have to be I there. mean, guards. Well, no, they're, they're teachers. They were teachers. Yeah. Uh, you know, we call them, you know, the funny thing is, in Hebrew, we call them haver. And the word haver is the same as what the Russians call comrade. Oh. So I told you it's communistic. Yeah. But, you know, like so that. we, and then we went to school. Yeah, communist. I tell you. <laughs> um, uh, I went, we went to school from 8, 8.30 yeah. until about 1 o'clock. We went home, did whatever homework you had to do. It changed into work clothes. You could not go with the same clothes to school oh as you did for work. Yeah. Changed to work clothes. And we all been assigned, whether it was uh, planting, whether it was uh, with raising with the chickens or in the, in the, with the cows or the, the, the agriculture planting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was always or in the kitchen. Yeah. Uh, because somebody had to cook. Yeah. Uh, somebody had to clean dishes. And we all had so you jobs. rotate so you yeah. rotated the every, jobs every I love that. every month yeah you submit what you would like to do and they try to give it to you mm. when possible yeah because you know they I, I there was a time where I was in charge of the chicken coop wow the chicken you coop. and chickens dad oh my god I love chickens <laughs> <laughs> no uh, chicken coop was as probably about I would say no exaggeration. Maybe 50 to 100 feet long. Okay. By, by about 20, 20 feet wide. And it had these two rows of cages raised off the ground. Okay. And it was the most amazing thing. Uh, and each cage uh, accommodate one chicken. Mm-hmm. And it had a chute oh, that goes eggs. right down to uh, collecting uh, uh, trough for the of eggs, some kind. Right? Yeah. Oh, wow. So as soon as the eggs got laid, they rolled down. Oh, wow. And I had my job was to feed the chickens all the time to make sure they're okay. Yeah. And pick up all the eggs, weigh them. Yeah. Put them in the boxes, mm. and the, and and there's another group that comes with the horse and buggy from our own kibbutz. Yeah. And they put everything on and take it to the market. Wow. That was so cool. That's... I did that for over a month. Yeah. And I always requested it, but yeah. <laughs> there were other people requesting it, so they get it first. <laughs> then I worked in, 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 in with the cows. We had to milk. We, we didn't have many. We have like about, I think it was four or five cows. That's yeah. all. We have a couple of horses. And we, we milked milk the, the cows, cows in the morning wow. by hand. Yeah. Accumulated all the milk, put it inside refrigerated boxes. And it was the most amazing taste of, yeah. of product. I've heard that. There's nothing like it. Unbelievable. I've heard that. We yeah. used to do scoop out of it, out of the jerry can, they call them. Yeah. Put them in the cup and they drink it. And you say, oh my God, yeah. it's so good. I've heard that. It's so good. I, I just, I love that so much. I just, yeah. I like, I look at that kind of a system and I, I wish my kids could experience something like that because they can. I feel like, I know they could. I, I could. My brother, Gabi, yeah. right now works in one of those things. It's a school. Yeah. But not only is it a school, they've uh, encompasses now public school. So yeah. people 
that don't want to send their kids to their neighborhood school, yeah. we'll send them to the kibbutz for school by bus. Yeah. They have to pay. Yeah. But that's okay. For sure. It's worth it. Yeah. A lot of kids are doing it. A lot of families doing it from Beersheba. It's about seven seven kilometers away. Okay. And they'll. I don't they, know that measurement. Kilometers is about what? Uh, a little bit over half a mile, I think. Okay. Yeah, let's call it six miles, yeah. five miles. Um, and they take the bus, they go all over there, they go into the school. But yeah. Gabi has a house there that he lives there because he is one of the management okay. uh, or uh, maintenance. He is in okay. charge of the maintenance. Nice. Uh, and his wife and kids grew up in there. Yeah. You know, went to school there. So it's exactly the same thing. It's called the Mossad or. or um, Havat, havat haklaut, you know, uh, agriculture uh, uh, co-op, if you want to call it that. Yeah. No but difference. only the kids. Yeah. Only kids and the adults don't do any of the, li- the just work. manage them. Yeah. yeah. And do the, and teach, and teach, of course. So I feel like. It's so cool. I, I feel like those kinds of, like, we wouldn't experience sort of like ADD or a lot of the things that well, because, because there all are those people things, doing things every all those day. things are made up by psychiatrists <laughs> and that's the problem because nobody knew it the only time they knew the it's... only time they knew what ADD was is when it came with two ADD three equals five what are you talking about add Oh, oh my god welcome to mayor bobot everybody um well like the the creator of dad jokes um no but like i think because it's like more of a natural state of existing and you're you're waking up you're you're running you know like first thing in the morning right. what a wonderful thing and then and then doing these jobs that you're working together and oh, you're yeah. switching around like i feel like that is what young minds need to stay active, to stay engaged. And it's like, we just don't have the, oh, let's put them in a room for eight hours yeah, and with, let with them sit, yeah. you know? Like, I, I feel no, like just the nature of it is just so much different. It's, it's, it's yeah. absolutely right. And, and maybe that's one of the reasons that I don't know if there is a thing I cannot do with my that's hands. so true. I can do electrical. Oh even if I didn't learn it, I, I can so figure even, it out how to do it. Very even easily. though I'm... 44 years old, I made my dad come up to oh, fix yeah. my apartment up to no, make it's, it it's pretty. Very, very, you know, it's but you're, all, you're it's really all, like a jack of you know all trades. We, you like, know what we learned that was very, very important, which is, I think, what one of the things that they don't even take in consideration today, yeah. logic. If you have logic, it's amazing what you can accomplish. Yeah. If you're a logical person and you know that this belongs like that, yeah. And it's like this. You want to say, oh, shit, that doesn't belong there. Belongs yeah. There. Yeah. You know. You don't have to be told. Yeah. Because you know, if you have a logical mind, can figure out a so lot like, of stuff. You've experienced cause and effect. Believable. Multiple Unbelievable. times. So it's like, if you're experiencing cause and effect enough, you understand that. You th- yeah, yeah. I mean, there are things that I've done that... Linda said to me, how do you know how to do that? I said, I, never, I didn't know, but it's obvious, <laughs> yeah. you know, and I, I just do whatever I need to do. Do you feel any kind of sort of mystical um, or like consciousness kind of process that you go through when you, that you apply to those kinds of things where like you, maybe uh, there's like a sixth sense where you're I, tapping into, uh, obviously I'm, I'm I really can't say that I do. I, I, you know, I don't consider what I'm doing 
because of X, Y, Z. I do it because I do it. Yeah. You know? Um, So when, 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 I don't know, something stuck somewhere and then that pulling, 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 she can't figure it out. I say, hold on a second, hold on a second. I'll go over there, boom, 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 and I'll take it out. So Mm. I don't know if that has anything to do with uh, spirituality or anything (laughs) like that, but... So yeah. that's that's the only difference. I think, I think about everything. That's it. And, <laughs> so, and well, in your case, it's I mean, your 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 mind is so wide open. You know, it's like big, you know, uh, uh, doors. You know, so you have to accept what's coming in. Yeah. Then sometimes you have to let it out, but sometimes <laughs> you don't need to close the damn doors, and just be who you are and forget yeah. about it. I like the doors open though. I need that breeze. Uh, you don't need it. You just think you do. <laughs> It's good to have it. If it makes you feel better, that's great. I just want to ask you, this is just like I should have asked before, but um, when you say, when going back to when you were a kid and when your grandmother was kind of like helping. So she, she was, um, so she read tea leaves and I know she kind of did like, a, she was like a midwife as well, right? Like in the not town. Like she was the only midwife. Oh, oh really? In all of our neighborhood. Oh, wow. There's not one kid woman that gave birth without my grandmother doing it i'm serious so that's what she, she that was she her probably thing. delivered over a thousand children wow. in my in, in her lifetime or more oh yeah she was so was that great the, her main thing did she huh? do other things besides that and like tea leaves well yeah when people had problems having deliver having babies oh fertility to her okay okay and she i don't know what, what she used she to do i have no you idea don't, I, is there I, anyone I, in the family come look what i'm I doing no, yeah, I don't think <laughs> I know, exactly but like no, but she used to do all kind of, of thing and then give them some little packages, take like their, herbs and stuff. Yeah, and I don't Did know you, how. When you said the word devil, I mean, obviously that's like we're looking at this from like twenty twenty one perspective. It's not devil. Like, it's more like what a they, spirit. Okay. I would say bad spirit. So like how? What would the how did they like define those bad spirits? Like what 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 was like a characteristic well, they, of something like that? They're it's it, not the Judeo Christian uh, devil that everyone hears. No, about, no, no. But this it's is, like, it's just the way we can describe it for today. It's more of a spirit, a bad okay. spirit that enters you yeah. uh, to to make you sick. That's yeah. that's how they saw about it, and the only way to get it out is. Uh, what's the other word they use? The Christian. It's almost like this transference, they, the say, transfiguration. When, no, or no, no. When or... they want to exercise. Oh, exercise. Exercise. That's what they demon. were trying to do. Yeah. Ex- Demonic possession. Ex- like. And yeah. and another thing is, it's like in in other shamanic traditions and and other that it's basically there is a little bit of a sort of they de- describe it as a crack. Um, within you and it's easy to attract those kinds of things especially if there's a lot of light in you mm. and so someone who has a lot of light is going to attract just Meir you know what that means in Hebrew? no light seriously? <laughs> what is the word or? I, oh okay yeah, Meir maker of light Meir lights up <laughs> wow well you didn't know that no how can you not know i thought that? it was like golda mayor that's well, the only thing well, I... well no in her case yeah her mayor probably used to be mayrovich or something like that okay. <laughs> and yeah. she changed it to hebrew yeah. mayor but hers is last name mine is firmest that's right yeah so she created that that name okay i i was born to that name yeah. my, actually the reason i was named after when my mother was pregnant with me yeah. She always had pains and stuff, and she always said, Arbi Meir Ba'ala Nest will help me. Rabbi Meir, maker of miracles, help me. Yeah. And so when I was born, 
She gave me the, the mayor, the name mayor. Wow. Named after a rabbi. Oh, wow. That's so <laughs> yeah. cool. Because we, we, I'm probably one of the few that are not named after somebody in our family. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh wow. Yeah. Ami, Ami is after one. Gabi is, no, Gabi is not actually. David, David, I'm not sure either. Uh, Isaac is, Isaac is after my grandfather, uh, Esther's husband, or okay. my grandfather. Ami is my grandfather from my mother's side. Okay. Simi is from the, the, my grandmother from uh, uh, from the side that side also. Awesome. And uh, who else? Fanny, no. That's it, really. Pauline, Do you have any that. desire to go back to Morocco? Morocco. Oh, I've been dying to go to Morocco. Let's I'm go. gonna plan on it. Oh, I'm gonna go. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. They're, right now they're opening it up a little bit more. Yeah. I was ready to go a couple of years ago. We were thinking of going with my brother, Isaac, myself, and David, actually, at one time. Um, well, Dad, thank you so much for, um, for talking with me today. I know, like, this is our, uh, our vacation, and um, I don't know. I just I thought it would be fun and interesting to, to have. Well, I hope you had as much fun as you expected, and uh, <laughs> thank you for... Uh, Listening to me, yeah. Since we don't get a chance to do this too I know. often, not you know, even on only the phone. only when <laughs> I'm working on a project, really. Well, that may be a change from now on. I know. Well, all right. All right. It was I love fun. You. And uh, don't this edit too much. This is my first. I know my first face-to-face <laughs> podcast recording because huh? everything has been over Zoom. So it's like yeah, that's it's nice true. to sit that's with true. you and look at you and talk to you. But all right, thanks, Dad. Well, here's the Zoom screen. I know. Right. <laughs> I'm a 
Yeah, mama, I'm ready, man, and 